Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi, we've got a really important show for everybody today because we're going to be talking about grieving children with an expert on that field. Why don't you tell us about uh, our guest? Okay. Her name is Betty Holly Scott, and Betty is a lead grief coach for Camp Agape, a bereavement camp for children, and she is a school specialist in trauma, loss, and crisis, and she has written a book called The Time Will Come. Well, Betty, I want to start out about asking you a little bit about the camp that you are the grief coach for, and and I know it's a bereavement camp for children. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, um, it is a non-denominational faith-based camp. Uh, We work with children from the ages of 7 to 12 years old, and the camp is four days long. The children, uh, we do one... we. First of all, we build a strong community within the camp. So when the children arrive, one of the things, the favorite things that they like about the camp is when they walk in, they don't feel different anymore mm-hmm. because their friends, their families are still complete. These children's, their families, their lives have just been shattered. Yeah. And so one of the nice things about being at Camp Agape is not only are you around other children who have suffered loss just like you have, it's okay to laugh there Mm -hmm. because we get confused when we're mourning and when we have the opportunity to laugh and be happy, we feel like we shouldn't, we get feeling guilty. Mm -hmm. And so here at Camp Agape, the children are able to do that. And we just pour the love of Jesus Christ onto these children. Mm -hmm. We have a healing activity, and then we'll do a fun activity like swimming. What kind of healing activities do you do? Um, One is my grief house where we put where everyone uh, fits in their home. People who help me, I help them to give them empowerment to show that in their grief, they are still connected to people. It's on a drawing of a house, and okay. and uh, these. Then uh, we talk to the children about what they're scared of, what they're worried about. Is this worry a valid worry, or is it something that might not happen? And we also do uh, equine therapy. We have horses that come. I have heard that if you look at horses that they can kind of they're very empathic and they can take your pain is that ready i've heard that they're just really really therapeutic what exactly do you do with the horses do the kids take care of them or do they ride them or they do uh we have the uh owners who come with them and the children get on the horse what do you think the horses do for people for kids um i think being close to nature Mm-hmm. And so the horses are there. They're part of God's creation and they're gentle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're safe because we have plenty of adults around. Many of these children have never ridden a horse. So this is a phenomenal thing. This is something to look forward to at the camp. Mm-hmm. And so it just, with the uniqueness of it, uh, the therapy of uh, this, 
this, it's okay to let someone else help you with your problems and just the adventure. And so it all comes into one and m most of the time they don't realize they're going through healing activities. Mm -hmm. Now the kids are uh, seven to 12, yes. right? And you had said they understand reversibility then at that age. They understand that a parent, when a parent leaves, they're never coming back. You know, when they die, they won't be back, which is, as I understand it, developmentally, kids younger than that sometimes don't realize it. So these kids really know that, that they lost a parent, that parent won't be back. You were saying that um, many of the kids that you've had have children, uh, parents who've died by suicide? Parents, brother, this is not just restricted to parents. It could be an aunt or uncle, grandparent. Uh, it could be a very close family friend. Or some of these children uh, are suffering from the grief of their best friends being killed. And yeah. so, or dying uh, sibling or them dying through illness. So, uh, there's all different ways that they come. What is different about a suicide loss versus another loss. Are there things that are that are different and are there things that help kids that have had that kind of a loss? There is a difference. Um, at camp, we don't, we don't try to emphasize that difference, but there's a stigma against mm -hmm. a family that has had suicide with them. Uh, the kids don't understand. So often the children blame themselves anyway. I wasn't good enough. I said something ugly, so God's punishing me. I hurt their feelings. This caused them to die. All kinds of things. So there's a lot of misinformation, Betty, that they're that these kids are believing. Yes. About the death. Yes. And so we're trying, what we're doing is trying to start the healing process. And we get many letters about my child is not the same child who came home. Wow. That I dropped off with you because they have a community now. Many of our children come back as what we call buddies. When the child is, is brought to camp, they have a buddy. And this buddy, same sex buddy, because we have up to 12 children, all boys or all girls in a in a cabin. The the campers get the top bunk and the buddies get the lower bunk. Oh, and I so, love that. The buddies are 18 years old or older. Most of them have suffered a loss in themselves. Mm -hmm. And so they're with that camper all the time. One of the unfortunate situations during death, funeral, business afterwards, we got to get back to school, we got to go back to work. The children get lost in a way. And mm -hmm. it's not anybody's fault. It's not intentional. It's the pressures of our society. And so when they come to camp, they've got somebody right there that's going to sit with them, that's going to talk with them, that's going to laugh with them. We will be having a family retreat in which we invite some of our campers' friends. We invite them, but only not everybody participates is what I'm saying. But the family then comes and we have a family weekend with activities and with um, uh, help for the parents, the, the adults and this is wonderful because the children that come reunite it's an old home week for them and so they're excited to see each other and uh it's a, a 
a bright and happy time. And once again, we're doing healing activities with them, mainly family activities. I was going to say, what's your favorite family activity that people might be able to do at home? Um, one that uh, we're going to be doing in the future is where, it, let's say there are three people in the family, mom and two kids, you draw your hand, draw around your hand, and on each finger and in the palm, you write people who help you. That's mm -hmm. what's coming into you. That's what you're holding on. Then on the out, outside of the hand are stars and hearts, and those are people that I help. Mm. And then, um, then you can also then write on each other's papers affirmations. And so you've got both, where is my help? What am I doing? And here's what's wonderful about me. And so it's, it's a really strong, helpful thing. And it also opens up a communication and an appreciation with the family because you're so deep in this grief, carrying this burden. And now you, it's, it's refreshing to have something positive come in and remind each other, we still love each other. We're still family. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Well, uh, now where's the camp located and, and how can people get information on it? Okay, they can, uh, they can Google www.campagapetexas.org. We're located, the office is located at Marble Falls, Texas. Uh, this year we're having the uh, family retreat at Camp Buckner, which is right beside, right close to Marble Falls. Uh, next summer, we will have our summer camp at Camp uh, Cary in Comfort, Texas, which is a few hours away. So uh, at this point, we do not have our own property. So we are, uh, we have the opportunity to visit with other churches and associations about our organization and our ministry. Wonderful, wonderful work you're doing. Before we close this show, I wanted to give a little shout out for your book, The Time Will Come. And I wanted you to tell people why you wrote that book, because I, I thought it was very moving when we talked earlier about it. Well, and I'm so sorry. And also tell people where they can get it. Okay. Uh, you can get it online at Amazon. Uh, you can also get it from Westbow Press. Uh, the book is called The Time Will Come. You have it there. You can hold it up. <laughs> this is okay. my book. That it's based on the healing that God did starting uh, the final two or three years before my mother died, but it culminated the final four months before she did die. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today and for all the help you're giving everyone. Uh, it's fantastic and uh, good luck to you and your camps. And I hope that people who are listening to this will think about uh, looking into your camps. Fabulous. Thank you. Thank you for the honor to talk to you. And thanks to everybody for watching and listening uh, to this show. And Heidi and I, and I'm sure Betty, want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week 
for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.